Hey, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to episode one of the Creative and Balance podcast. For people listening to this for the first time ever, uh, I just want to tell you this is an older show and it kind of went on hiatus and it has been brought back by the lovely people at Girth Radio. And first off, I want to say a big thank you for everybody at Girth Radio. I love being able to record this in a legit studio and just have a fucking awesome environment for all my guests to stop by in. And for people who don't know me, my name is Sean Siriani. I am a videographer and comedian in Toronto. Um, Video-wise, I work with like a lot of music artists, um, record a lot of live events and not really pigeonhole to any specific genre like like I've shot everything from comedy to heavy metal shows and even being on the staff of the world's number one battle rap league king of the dot and through my video and comedy life I've been meeting so many interesting people and these are uh the guests you're gonna here on this show this show is going to have the most diverse random conversations with people who just pursued a life of creativity and are not walking down the usual path i feel like my guest today is the perfect way to set this off and just set the whole tone of this show people in the hip-hop universe know him as mindbender supreme people in the porn universe know him as malcolm lovejoy yeah Friends and family know him as Addie Stewart. And I'm not going to say anymore. We're just going to jump into this awesome episode. Thank you all for clicking on this. Enjoy. From Pacific Junction Hotel, Girth Radio in session. So, Addy, what do you think of this place? This place is phenomenal. This is actually one of my most mind-blowing Toronto experiences in years. Fuck yeah. <laughs> years, like years. This is unforgettable. I'm still taking it in. It's been like 10 minutes, and I'm still, my eyes are like, oh. I know. And uh, so this is wow. this is the... I've done an episode in here, but it was like with the uh, creative director, and that's going on my personal site. And this is the first official one on girthradio.com. Yes, girthradio. Of the creative oh. imbalance. And just to tell other people, last time I did this with Addie, and you can find that old episode on the creativeimbalance.com. Yes. Yes. We were in a park. You yep. can hear like fucking sirens going by, dogs coming by. Yeah, yeah. So this is a little bit of a step up from what was going on then well maybe step to the like angular side because that was also very dope yeah there was a little bit of like wind blowing for all the technical like sound junkies but like it was really fresh to do that in the park yeah i just kind of wanted to bring that real experience and which we can do in here but just the quality is way fucking better and uh rightfully i had to have you for episode one again because you are the most interesting man i know (laughs) and sometimes i live vicariously through your facebook (laughs) it's just like 
to it. Um, <laughs> just the other day, I'm just like scrolling through, and it's like I'm going to an orgy. <laughs> so, <laughs> I've been in two this week. This is this is week. Okay, so some people don't even. They've never been in an orgy in their entire life, and you've been to two this week. Which <laughs> do you have a favorite orgy of the week? <laughs> no, no, all they of were them. both special. <laughs> all of them. There's no. Everybody wins. I win. Everybody. There's no. Um, I, it really comparing things is really so weird. The thing is, the thing that happened last night. I didn't expect it to happen. Sometimes you like kind of plan for things to come together. Sometimes, because um, I'm actually a, like a perfection professional sex therapist, educator, artist, uh, sexual everything. Um, mm-hmm. So, but last night I was just actually finishing with one partner at a sex club, and as we were leaving, we just passed the room, and this guy I was talking to earlier in the night who had two other submissive girlfriends oh okay he just we just hit it off and he's like hey where you going come on in here and i was like (laughs) that room has five women and two dudes in there and i'm being invited in and he's like yeah just join the fun (laughs) and i was like i thought my night was done i'm now around surrounded by five women and i'm being told to have sex with so like i mean he's like have sex with her and have sex with her and i'm like okay this is cool (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing but i don't know you're like kind of solid proof that you can make your own life by the energy you put out and please listen to what sean says please because it's so real yeah when i met you about like four or five probably five years ago um I remember we were doing those uh, video blogs. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, you, so yeah, you were uh, you were just like a r- being a rapper at the time, and but yeah. you mentioned in a couple of them, and I I want to find them, but you were like, I want to start doing sex tapes and blah blah blah, and that was just like the idea. Yeah, and it has happened. You are a porn star. Right? <laughs> yeah, man, it really has happened. Man. Yeah, like, that's cool. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I, it's like. Um, Pretty much an everyday reality for me. Um, there's so many levels to it. Like it's like sex at the porn club. There's there's private stuff with private people and healing their relationships or just making their fantasies come true. Or there's public stuff where it's like from like totally non sexual but naked art. Uh, like I work in a lot of the schools around the city doing a nude modeling. Oh, okay. So I'm just and it's not sexual, but I'm fully naked and they're appreciating my body just as an artistic figure. And that's really interesting because I t- I keep my body in top shape. Like I want to be a sex machine. I, I am. <laughs> so it's like it goes from just pure nudity with no sexuality to full on naked sex in public in front of an audience that's like a hip hop show except my dick is the microphone. <laughs> yeah. I envy that confidence. I don't think I could just like stand like naked in front of like a classroom as they like draw me, but that's why you're yeah. here. I want to tap your brain a bit. Yeah, it's in. fucking yeah, amazing. Yeah, I, I'm like I'm like I refuse to hide anything. Yeah. Actually, I I was thinking uh, this was like one question like after I did the first episode with you uh that I was like, "Oh, I should have asked him this, but I wanted to know about like your first day doing porn. Okay. Like was it like something you led into like 
like um kind of like making it like by yourself or whatever or did you just go to like a place where they hire like porn actors or um i was reading about it and studying it for i don't know probably about a year before i got my first actual scene i i was like i'm not gonna move to cali i'm not gonna move to amsterdam or montreal i'm gonna do it in toronto i'm like i feel like there's something here um I looked around on every website. I went to everything to do with sex show and then Sexapalooza. I mm-hmm. went to all the conferences. I would. I, I marched. I went to Slut Walk. Um, yeah. I went to Maggie's. Maggie's is like the organization for sex workers in Toronto. Like I was doing everything around sexuality that could possibly yeah. be done. So you were just like... I hear like random guys are like, "Oh, I want to be in porn," but they kind of got like a douchey ad about or attitude about it. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, okay, I'm gonna do this series. I'm gonna be a professional. professional. You were like doing your homework there, fully doing my homework. I actually came up with a term that I I live by, and like you know, I'm gonna put it out there. It's not. It's this is the rest of my life, so I'm not in a huge rush. I'm like, it doesn't have to happen like next week. Um, mm-hmm. But um. I call myself a professional lovemaker and like I like it goes from porn to relationships to even art and like poetry and book writing. So um, I'm saying all that to, like I, I searched around for about a year and then I, I went to a lot of the sex stores and at come as well, the, I always mix them up um, as come as you are on Queen Street. I found somebody who had um, posted something on the bulletin board. Now uh, they were looking for Toronto actors and I was like, yeah, here. So I felt like I finally found one just on a just on a message board and the person in there was like here i got a number for you this person is like i i remember because i kept going there so many times that they knew me like people <laughs> in the community were like yo man there's that guy who's like got this little porn dream so like the uh, the girl who worked at the cashier was like yo i keep seeing you here here's somebody who's actually looking for actors he's, this is a toronto director and he shoots porn and i'm like yes like i'll never forget that moment I'm the, like, it's that's real. the day it's it's, it's the, happening yeah, it's real it's real so i'm like i'm showing up it's gonna happen my first day on the job so um i got the card we went for dinner talked for two hours i passed the interview they were like we just wanted to make sure that you didn't hate women and you're not a horrible scumbag that process is awesome though yeah. by the way like that's that's cool like because like I don't, this is, this whole, like, experience is, like, alien to me, how they cast or whatever. Uh-huh. But that's cool yeah. that they're protecting the ladies. Doing this, this director did. It was oh, a really okay. good director. Like, it's different with every director. The, every cliche comes from a truth. So that story about the casting couch, or some pigs, like, yeah, I just want to know what kind of blowjob and how much you fuck. So we, I got to fuck you, like, couple times and just see how good you yeah, are. Yeah, just for their selfish reasons. Yeah, know. and then, like, oh, you're not good enough, so you're not getting in. It's like, yo, that's horrible exploitation of humans. Yeah. So, like, that does happen, but, like, I don't I don't know. I'm not going to say it. It's definitely not the majority, um, but it happens once in a while. <laughs> These people were mad cool, and um, um, so my very first day on the job, they were just like, all right, well, you got to show up to Club M4. Was that Club M4? And it was just like, get ready to fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Take your vitamins and (laughs) be alert. (laughs) For sure, for sure. Don't be drunk. Show up on time. Have a full meal of breakfast that day. Don't be on an empty stomach. You know, Um, there's lots of stuff. Wow. um, that's cool. Yeah. What What else do you want to know about it? Like, yeah. So, okay. Like, this is interesting. Like, so you showed up. Like, what happened? You walked in the door. 
Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, it was like it was like eleven in the morning. That's the thing. It was porn sets. Things move really fast. You get to. It's not like regular life where everyone's waiting three weeks and three dates and all this bullshit to have sex. Like we're here to fuck. Five minutes of talking. Let's get to business. Yeah, we got a schedule yeah, to we follow. Have, mm-hmm. We only have this place for two hours. Most every time you see porn or somewhere, it's basically four things: two people fucking or more, a camera, and a location. So it's like every time you see a location, they're like, "How long did we rent this out for? Did we have this mansion in Miami or Cali for six hours? How much porn can we shoot there?" <laughs> wow. So they're always trying to bang out scenes every hour, every half hour, whatever. How you know? There's a five-minute clip, 15-minute clip, whatever. How many scenes can we cut? Yeah, because time is money when you book, like, a mansion or something. Time is money when you have a girl that you're paying $1,500 for a fuck scene for. And, Mm -hmm. you know, if some of them, some people work by the hour and some people work by the just the scene. But if you got somebody who's $300 an hour, then you're going to be like, oh, I want to fuck her as much as we can in one or two hours. And we're not going to take six hours to do this, so... I hope the guy can get hard real fast, and I hope he can give us everything we need. Yeah, last a bit. Last, yeah, <laughs> at at least 15 minutes or last, so or last, whatever. Last, last at least 15 minutes, three to five positions, whatever, or, or whatever. Do all the scripting that we have plotted out. Give us our good money shot. Boom. Get our get our, get our scene done. and Amazing. Okay, so you get that instruction. Like, So what happens then? Do you meet the girl prior and yeah. everything? You just... Yes. Chill and have a conversation. And yeah, yeah, that's, like, the know. Part, that's the best part. Like, <laughs> I showed up, and I was like, uh, I didn't, I'd never seen her. I'd never talked to her. It was going to be totally brand new person. Yeah. Uh, I show up, 11 o'clock in the morning. I'm introduced to her. Lovely, lovely name. Uh, lovely lady named Shauna Fox. And, um... Uh, like I normally protect the privacy of all my lovers in my life. I've all you beautiful women out there, I love you all. You're the best. <laughs> but um, for the women that I've publicly had sex with, I'm like, well, yeah. you know, there's record of me having sex. with Yeah, her, so. we're on Pornhub yeah. or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so I show up. Shauna Fox is there. A lovely blonde girl, tall, long legs, really funny attitude. And then we talk for about five minutes. Yeah. And she's just like. Don't pull my hair. I like these positions. I don't like these positions. Um, I don't like this. I like that. And then besides that, do anything you want, and let's have fun. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. You just, you just, you have a good heart to heart, and you just lay down your boundaries. And yeah. Just be like, all right, let's have some fun in the scene. Yeah. So that happens after that conversation. Did you just get totally stoked? Like how great of a day it's going so far? Like, yeah. 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 I'm just like. I'm looking at the rest of my life. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> I just, I'm, I, and that's the thing. We were, we were on location, so the place has like a bar and a dance floor, and then a bed, a, like a, like a bedroom and a bed setup just mm-hmm. on the other side of it. So we started our scene was where we started off at the bar. We were just pretending like we were people in a bar, and yeah. then I pick her up at the dance floor, and then we go and dance, and then. Something that's never happened in real life, but I hope it happens in real life one day. Yeah. But like in the porn, she zips down my pants as we're dancing on the on dance the floor. dance floor. Yeah, yeah. She starts giving me head on the dance floor. Yeah, and then and then she takes me and then we go into the bedroom and fuck. So, so cool. um, yeah, it was great. So, and then that's when we were, when we were doing that, 
um, I started feeling the whole setup stuff and the kind of how do you, I don't like to say the acting. I really am trying to find ways to articulate it because, um, I I guess I can just say the foreplay stuff. Yeah, just scenes that weren't fucking, but like. Mm-hmm. And just, as you're as you're doing this, are you being mindful for the camera too, or is somebody directing you like cut and then okay do this this way or all of the above? Okay, of yeah. I'll tell you, Super Jewel porn for the actors. We're told it's not about how good it feels, but it's about how good it looks. Okay, okay. So when we're doing our stuff, it's not. Like I, I I I love to fuck. I love women's bodies. I'm not faking that I'm enjoying it. I'm like, oh, I love this body. Yeah, that it's, it's, yeah this is it's genuine, a good yeah, good paycheck yeah, today. It's a, yeah, it's a genuine pleasure. Hey, I'm <laughs> not at home jerking off. I'm actually feeling some tits that want to be felt. <laughs> so, um, I'm not acting, but um, you do have to do things to angle yourself so that the camera can get prime vision and it's not really about me or her like yeah. like i mean we're we care about each other but the alt at the the purpose is about the person watching it okay so yeah. so like i could be fucking her in all kinds of awesome ways but if you can't get the camera angle to see the dick going in the pussy it's not really good yeah fucking. it's like a useless shot yeah, yeah. for real like it, it i mean not every director most directors will want like a perfect penetration just like yeah you know the 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 what defines porn more than anything is dick going in pussy or like something penetrating something yeah so like, <laughs> you know any anything else it's just negligible like erotica soft yeah porn. red shoe diaries yeah, exactly like vaguely, showcase yeah exactly like in 1990 <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah for real yeah so like the core of porn is like something going in something or something coming out of something and um so, like, we're always mindful of that. We always have to be like, all right, where's the light and where's, can you see what I'm doing? And um, and I didn't know. I, I'm still learning. Like, I've, and it's been two years, and, like, I learned something about a month ago about, like, how to have light shining on, like, my dick. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, let's get it glossy. Yeah, like, yeah, for real. So you you're can the see. star. Yeah, like, for real. Like, <laughs> so you can see how good I'm fucking her. Yeah, it's great. That's it's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, like, and this, like, it's, it's at a point where I'm, I'm so glad you asked because I had no training. And when I showed up that first day, I didn't know what to do or I didn't know how to look out for the camera I didn't know how to not block the light I didn't know how when you're fucking doggy style certain ways you can't have both hands on a woman's hips because your arms will block her ass ah so it's like you gotta do positions that people want to see but you have to also do it in ways that don't block what people are trying to see that's fucking interesting the technicalities the technical- of porn yeah, like- <laughs> for sure and like Every time, like, people watch porn and they don't think about it, but the people who are doing it have to think about it, but also not look like they're thinking about it. (laughs) So I have to do this naturally. Do you ever have, like, a moment when you're doing that, like, you get too much in your head and it stops, like, arousing you away? Like, I feel like... Um, if I was like trying to think of something, okay, I gotta put my arm here, gotta make sure the camera's good, <laughs> and then I'd be like so in my head that I'm not enjoying it, and then, like just lose my heart on or something. Dude, yes, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm barely, but I'm so glad you said that because 
the second scene I shot, and even a little bit in the first scene, I had that experience, and the way I describe it is my brain being chopped up into a billion pieces, like mm-hmm. my mind being chopped up into a billion pieces by Ginsu knives and butcher knives. Like, like it's like, like literally, I was like, what's the camera doing? What's the cameraman doing? Is the condom on? Where is she? What the fuck? Oh, Where's my fuck. angle? Like, I, like I never had my mind think of so many thoughts at once and it's just every like little like thought like hitting you and i was like i was sitting on the bed it was like right at the beginning of the first and i was like holy fuck like my mind is going what about this what's the angle how's it gonna look but and i'm like and i'm like everything is happening except my dick getting hard (laughs) (laughs) the one thing that i'm not thinking about (laughs) yeah yeah, the money maker totally and then i'm like wait a minute all this shit is kind of irrelevant is my dick hard can i do the job i'm here to do no so let me focus on that yeah (laughs) so then yeah you have these moments where you just like it's there's so much zen there's so much like athletic focus there's so much like human existential like living in the moment reality to porn to doing porn and to really having sex i love it like i want to really break it down and be like yo this is like raw life at its finest you have to be in the moment to really do it you have to be connected to the person you and if you're not that's when you're like a zen master that's when you're literally like somebody who can like do multiple things at once and like you're just it's it's satori and you're just like it's amazing yeah yeah i love how you're breaking it down like jujitsu it's like you're making me like think about it so much it really is though it really is fuck the art of porn when i'm when my story's all done like this is what I'm gonna. You're, I hope you become the Bruce Lee of fucking yeah. pornography. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, actually, that's yeah. the goal. Just start doing your own like style. No, that's no, that's awesome, man. Even dude, like, you said something huge right there, man. Oh my god. Oh do my tell, god. do tell. A lovemaking style, like a martial arts style, mm-hmm. dude. Take it to the next level, dude. dude. Sean, you really nailed it, man. Because you know what, I, I had this thought earlier. Um, with love and war, they're the two things in life that human beings can always get infinitely better at. Mm-hmm. I was like, a fighter can always get better. Yeah, it oh, never ends. Never ends. There's a million fighting styles, and you can always become a better fighter. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, as a fighter, a warrior, I'm like, any soldier is like, yo, I can mm-hmm. always improve my skills as a soldier. And I'm like, why don't people think that way about love and sex? I'm like, I'm like, that's how I am as a lover. I'm like, I'm a professional porn star that gets paid to fuck sometimes. I have multiple partners. I and I'm like, I always still approach shit as like. A beginner that knows two things, maybe. Oh, um, wow. And I always want to get better. Yeah, so that probably, like, fuels you to be so passionate about it, because mm-hmm. this is kind of reminding me of doing comedy. Like, even when I have a great night, I always feel like it's endless what you can do or what you can think of. And, like, one of my favorite uh, comedians, like, lots of other comedians, they say, it's, oh, it's kind of sad. He's always, like, down on himself. His name's Dave Attell. He's from uh, New York. And, like, I watch his sets. I'm like, that's perfection. And then I hear stories about him. He's like, oh, this sucks. I forgot to say this and blah, blah, blah. But it's, like, it's just something, like, I think there's, like, certain, like, art forms in life, like, we can tap into. And, like, with you, it's, like, your porn, your lovemaking, where 
it can always evolve endless until you fucking die and mm-hmm. like you can always change like different things and you're, you're so right though but like honestly that what you said about a style like a martial arts style <laughs> yeah yeah I, you have changed my life with that because i really want to do that like totally like a malcolm lovejoy style of lovemaking yeah love. like, oh that's so yeah brilliant. you never know and then once you like people start seeing like your faces on like the the porn hubs and all those x videos and whatever they'll be like oh, i want to do the malcolm lovejoy tonight whatever totally, that may be totally totally <laughs> you know what i can tell you um on Pornhub, i have a scene with a lovely lady one of, oh one of my favorite porn stars and favorite beautiful women in the world her name mm. is lexi rose cool so Lexi Rose and I have a a fucking scene in the pool at Oasis. Um, That's a nightclub here, right? Uh, yeah, it's okay. a sex club. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so we did this awesome hot scene, and we fuck in the pool. And um, I was told, like, um, like she does some escorting, and she said, like, a week after, she goes, "Yeah, some of my some of my clients were." Um, requesting to recreate the scene that we did in the pool oh yeah so I'm, like, I'm like yo man i'm like yo hip hoppers have dudes biting their rap styles i'm like i got yeah. I, I got dudes trying to like bite my porns <laughs> like, fucking copyright shit yeah, yeah like, yo, you're trying to recreate my sex scene you're gonna That's like awesome. try to sue them like laws are it's from metallica like the napster shit it's like yeah. fucking yo, you biting our shit yeah, <laughs> like, pay up yo yeah don't to... steal my shit no, that's actually awesome. In the mm-hmm. like you, I like that. jumping go, go into ahead. that unit, fuck, fuck her like the, the way I do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like that attitude. Like it must like feel so awesome to get that kind of feedback because you're like, yeah, I did a great job. And yeah, actually, it is. yeah, like that's what you want to do as a porn star, I believe. Yeah, and that's that's the thing. Like I, it's so weird. I kind of the word love is vague, but like I don't know if I'm gonna really use a bunch of different terms, but. The word porn is very loaded, so sometimes I wanted to see if I can come up. Like I don't know if I'm gonna use eroticism or, or just sexuality or something. But I kind of want to like, just market or just like brand or define myself slightly differently. Cause I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. I do sex like everybody else in history, but I, it's also like nobody else in history. Yeah, you're like kind of your own genre of it, and I can yeah. tell like by your personality too. It's uh, like I mentioned earlier about like. The people I hear like, oh, I want to get in porn, and they got that douchey mindset where it's just all selfish about them. Like even before you yep. told me about this, you always called women goddesses, yeah, and like yeah. you just like, I don't know, it's got like so much soul to it. It's like mm-hmm. if it was like music, it'd be like a R and B or yeah, something. Yeah, because like sometimes it, people like it. hear the word porn and they can get like a negative mindset on it. And, yeah, they just think it's like. Dude, just trying to bust nuts in girls' faces and like put hot dogs in their pussy, like, <laughs> yeah. do all this disrespectful shit, and, like, yeah, put a I'm, fist in the yeah, ass. Totally, I'm, I'm a I'm a man. I get to manhandle girls. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah, I do whatever I want. Like that's not cool. Or and like it's cool for people who want that, and that's the only people it's cool for. It's not cool for all people who are exploited. And like yeah, like, yeah. Uh, so yeah, but uh, yeah, man. Yeah, didn't uh. I could be wrong. Didn't you get nominated for some kind of award in that area? Like, uh, uh, I like got a nominated f- for a feminist porn award. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. 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 How'd that come about? Were you just doing like sensual scenes and somebody saw it? And- well, it was really cool. Um, it was a 
company in Boston actually who who filmed it, and it was really they're really dope. They're called Sensory Fuse, and um, they took they uh, me and a friend. We just drove down to Boston, and uh, we shot it down there. And it was like a mix of a music video, rock video, and like a porn with like some psychedelic shit. And um, yeah, it was just like. It was just a cool project. I didn't That's even. Cool. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't. I didn't know how far it would be distributed or whatever. And it's like it was made in America, so like I didn't know if they would catch it in Canada. But yeah, mm-hmm. they caught it here, and yeah, they picked it up and nominated it for an award. And I got to watch it on the big screen at the Bloor Cinema. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah, oh, holy yeah. shit! Yeah, yeah like that's crazy. A, in a theater full of like <laughs> six hundred people. <laughs> so they play like an eight minute fuck scene, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm watching myself fuck. <laughs> how'd that big... How'd that feel? Like just how like... awesome! <laughs> <laughs> like, like it was they, they they picked like a really hot part of the and it, like it looked really great. So. Oh cool! Did anybody come up to you after and like it's you're the guy? <laughs> I just just saw fuck that chick (laughs) yeah dude it was there was this amazing moment like this one girl i know was like this is my friend and she's a fan of you malcolm lovejoy (laughs) and uh and the girl was like mad like like it was like on nervous. Some, like, yeah, yeah, she was on some like Beatles shit. In the <laughs> ah, she was like, she like couldn't look at me. She's like, oh my god, and, like like was like really nervous, and she was like, I'm getting hot, but I'm like was like losing her shit. That's amazing. Yeah. How do you uh, treat somebody that excited to you? Do you like try to calm them down, or do you just take it in? It's just no, like, I, yeah, this is awesome. No, no, like, I, I wanted, I wanted I'm to John just, Lennon right now. <laughs> I just, I, I wanted to just kind of play both. Like, um, like this was like it literally in the in the lobby of the Bloor Cinema. Okay. Like, we just watched it, and and, and we're like, yeah, that's the guy that you just saw fucking right there. So she's like, oh, my God. And I was like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, it is the regular me, but also, yeah, that was me fucking, and, like, if you want to fuck, I'm cool with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, here's my card. <laughs> yeah, here's my cock. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I, like, you know, I wanted to hug her, and, like, I actually, like, I'm on some ghost face shit, y'all. Like, you goddamn right I fuck fans. <laughs> like, like, I, I am not greedy with my fucking dick. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Speaking of, uh, are you still rapping? Mm-hmm. I'm glad you asked that. Yeah, yeah. I actually just came back. I dropped my brand new song like two days ago. Okay, okay wait. I saw, like, as I was waiting, like, uh, a picture, and yeah. it said, like, uh, what was it? I am Kanye, or I, I am a Kanye. I am a Kanye. Yeah. Okay. Is that like a, a song to go? Because I saw a link, but I didn't song. get to click it yet. Yeah, but. that's the brand new Mindbender song. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah Tell me a little bit of, about that concept. Are you just saying like I am God type play I'm on so words? Glad. Or? I'm so you're. This is why I'm friends with you, yeah, dude. This is why yeah. And, uh, yes, I am. Side note, thanks for bringing in these gummy worms. These are fucking amazing. Yeah, <laughs> man, I'm, 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 <laughs> if anybody at home's hearing us chewing, like yeah, this yeah, is, these sorry. are amazing. Yeah, sorry, that's just how we do. Yeah. <laughs> um, Strangely, yeah. it's going well with this beer I have as well. <laughs> but but yeah, continue. I won't derail this. But No, yeah, This thanks for this rum and coke. Yeah. So, and gummy worms, so good. Mm-hmm. But, dog, I'm so glad you get it. This is why I love you, because it is, like, kind of like Mindbender's I Am A God part two. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Kanye, and, you know, I like I like people who have... I believe that everyone has, like, some kind of godly creative energy, and I'm like, I use the word God, but it's, like, the idea of creator. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, everybody creates, and, like, everybody's an artist in some way. So I just wanted to 
remix that idea of that Kanye had because I was like, I really liked it, but it was also problematic in some ways. And I'm like, yeah, you are a god, Kanye, and you're goddamn awesome, but you're also goddamn petty sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, lo- I love you to fucking death. I really do love Kanye, um, which is why I say, like, I am a Kanye. I wouldn't be a fan, but I'll still criticize the people I love a little bit. That's cool. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, but yeah, it's a totally brand new rap song produced by Father Moth. Really awesome new producer that I'm working with. And oh, sick. Yeah, it's a it's a fucking huge record. Big statement like nothing else in hip hop. Kicking the fucking head. Yeah, of- so you're are you producing uh like a full album with this guy as well? Oh, like uh, yeah, well it, it's a project. It's probably okay. it's it's kind of going to be like an EP or an album. Yeah, dope. Uh, yeah, like 7 to 10 songs. And uh what I like about like your your whole style into music, it's like a lot of stuff you do is like different, like so different from each other. Like you can write a love song, and then you can write like an aggressive song that like has references to Wolverine from X Men yes. and shit like that. Yes. So what was like? I haven't listened to this one yet, but what was the approach to it? Um, well, I always from when I heard Jesus last year. Yeah. I was like, I was really happy when I saw the title, like, I Am a God. I was like, yes, Kanye's going there. And I was like, hip-hop needs that. Everybody in hip-hop, like, from the time of Rakim to KRS-One to, to, I mean, Jay-Z's taking it in interesting directions. Nas has. Eminem come out with, you know, Rap God. Various, you know, and mm-hmm. the 5% Nation, RZA. All these guys, people have talked about being gods in hip-hop. And, like, this is a concept that hip-hop ha- has had on certain levels from time. But, like, Kanye took it to a new level with the Yeezus album and then saying, I am a god. It was a very huge, bombastic statement. And um, But the thing is, I was really pissed off at the fucking tiny little petty things in the songs where he's like, where so where are my damn croissants and I'm like yo fuck yeah, you like the diva shit yeah man. the diva shit. I'm like yo you yeah you are a god but yo why are you being like a petty little fucking crybaby like <laughs> yeah so like real gods you know aren't fucking assholes like that dogs like yeah like you know real gods are servants and humble and and great and have massive power but also like don't use that power to fucking get a restaurant waiter to give them more croissants <laughs> or or fucking say where's my limousine in my damn garage my my chauffeur or whatever so there's a couple of little lines in this song i was like yo this is a brilliant concept that's like not gonna come across as perfectly as it could because of his ego so fuck it let me just flip it yeah and just do it your way and how you envision like yeah. That concept should be like do its justice in in like your creative ambitions and yeah, and That's like cool. it's I, I I it's one of my favorite records. It's it's awesome. Like oh. I feel really no pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> but uh uh yeah, I feel really proud of it, man. Like I actually listened to it like 50 times in the last 2 days. And I put it out on Friday just that just passed cuz I was like Kanye Kanye Friday. I got to drop a song. Kanye didn't drop a song. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Somebody's yeah, got to do it. Uh, there's a Kanye song out there. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, do you want another rum and coke? I would love one. Okay. So we're going to hit that song right now and we'll be back. Yeah. yeah. Live from the center of the earth, Girth. Uh. I am a Kanye humble magnificent God is what my dad and mom made magic miracles are happening when I'm rapping on stage half Kwame Jure, half spawn of Scarface 
Rebel Hollywood star that's destined for Broadway pomp is King been licking hot babe since the days of Pompeii. Stop! Wait! Praise songs that lift you higher or just admire God's face. <laughs> Cause I am a star. Moonwalk while I backflip riding BMX handlebars. Tips and tricks from Jesus, Fred's red wine and some cron. Till the demon gets on my greedy flesh like DMX and I act like... I am a dog, but truly I'm a lion, giant and Zion pilot, flying iron, gold silence into the soul of old violence, buffalo tribe, an army of Marley's like I am a bomb, Rastafarian rockstar prophet, I am a jock, raise people, erase evil, like Saint Peter, right hand to Tosh. Cause I am a mind bender Come inside my heart if you're trying to find heaven Go and study my history if you're trying to define legend And stop sleeping on raw jeans Why? Cause time's precious I am a god with devastating revelations Like I am the bomb You gotta fall out shelter in your damn garage You have the heart to survive post-apocalyptic aftershock well, I am a Kanye in a Western killing masses and samples like Django Unchained. I plan to cause pain to Uncle Sam's curse of human worth in Babylon. Everyone working like trapped and lost slaves. Mind fuck so good and bad you can't think or walk straight. Victims of the system, why do we give and listen or cooperate? Well, I have no dark shame that I'm a Kanye that walks like Jesus across the chaos in the last and lost days. Harsh fiend can't fix a hopeless romantic with 808 heartbreaks. Fuck! Savage rapping Baptist like I am a John. Legend! Where you call earth, I call heaven Amazing grace to the glory I'm accepting Just to know me is touching the holy Cause a story is a blessing Science should clone me Cause I am an angel If I truly save myself, then I am this planet savior The cure for contamination of existence Future human with a new plan of truth and brilliance Like Wu-Tang is for the children And Mindbender is for the universe Precociously playing without this illusion works Open the legs of a human church Tie two-thirds of my super sperm Till they chase me out to Earth Like I am Lucifer, son of the morning But truly I am a godson I gave you power like a cop's gun Or the music nasty Nas does my mama survived hardship, revolutionary sparking larger than a human Jupiter moving at light speed progress, teaching and learning how to worship a goddess. Spread thighs or bend minds at the speed of sound. Life's a bleeping foul lady, but I'll still eat her out. I'm a romantic god making angels stay screaming out, feeling proud. She's leaking out, dreamy sound, freedom proud, greeting bow till she's eating. Wow! Don't need my exceedingly profound penis out. All of me is a sacred treasure. The proof is in my almighty truth and greatness in the booth. Worth to Bruce. Oops, Caitlyn Jenner. I've been riding with Kanye since the car accident and did not hate for an instant when he married Kim Kardashian. She is a goddess. Like every other woman and like I'm a living prophet. Don't need any other man to believe it. I am a Jesus. 
smashing, screaming, dancing, heathen, visiting from a backwards dream galaxy. Cause listening to this song is like opening a gift from God while saying a prayer made of magical blasphemy. Blasphemy. Awesome. I'm going like double barrel, like porn and rap. Yeah. I love like how you're always like, when I ask you like, Hey, can we like record something? You're always down. Cause like your story is just so interesting. And like, I, I thank think- you for paying attention to it. And you, you, the thing is you really understand me, man. Like I care it like cheers to you. For yeah. That. Big like, cheers. Like straight up, man. Cause. Mm. But it's almost like. I don't know, like uh, working with like interesting people like you and like, for example, King of the Dot, Philly mm-hmm. D, Beatbox Can, like that all led to me like into positions like this where people are like, okay, like you can have your st- a studio and shit like that. But I, I think it's just like this one like symbiotic energy that's going around and yeah. I don't know, like yes. we're all kind of like there for each other and support each other and it's pretty amazing. Like You nailed it. Like I, I always... Like whatever I'm doing, like I always want you to be the first episode because I feel like it sets the pace. And especially like this show is about like uh, like artists and like I really want to promote like creativity. Mm-hmm. And not only are you a porn star, you are a rapper. Mm-hmm. And throughout this time I'm in here, I'm gonna have everything in between that. Yes, <laughs> so yeah, might as yeah. well get somebody who does both yeah, at the same real. time. <laughs> And yeah, I don't know. It just sets like a cool tone, and uh, and I feel like uh, I don't know. I connect to people like you because you do more than just one thing. Like yeah, you rap. You're a porn star. You're also a journalist. Yeah, you very do... much. I'm a writer. I have to finish a book this year. Like I'm actually working on a couple. Please uh, do. Yeah, yeah. Like I had they're working. Yeah, but they are actually in progress. So. Yeah, and it's uh, I feel like some people in this world are they're so like one track minded. Which is nothing wrong with that if it works for them or whatever. Yes, yes. But I find like some of those types of people don't understand myself. Like uh, mm. they're like, "Oh, I thought you were a videographer. Like you're doing comedy." And then they'll see my show and it's like, "You did that pretty good." Like why? Like they don't get it. And then it's like, "Oh, and then by day you do construction work." <laughs> like what the fuck? And I'm like, I'm just, I'm just I'm being me. Yeah, yeah, I'm a human. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Real Where it's like. I think it's kind of cool, like, uh, how you have, like, different aliases. Like, there's the Addy for, like, I guess journalism and all that. Yeah. You got the Malcolm Lovejoy. And you got the Mindbender for rap. And I think Mm -hmm. maybe those types of people could understand me better if I had a different name for myself. And, like, he's like, oh, he's in this. Because sometimes I feel like when I'm doing those things, my I'm using a different part of my brain. And it's almost like 
I'm the same person with the same values, but I am a different person at the same time. Yeah, and I love I, how you said that. Fuck, like it's it's hard to even explain, but I'm trying yeah, but to break it down. It. Yeah, I, every, every word makes perfect sense to me, dude. I yeah. get it. <laughs> I totally get it because mm-hmm. um, it's. I love that you said that, and I'll I'll add on to not only Malcolm Lovejoy. Oh, there's somebody taking a picture outside. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or, or he took a selfie. Who knows? <laughs> but that's all good. Okay, we're back. Uh, <laughs> Distractions are from the bar. Yo, that's how awesome this place is. Yeah. <laughs> but yo, I'll I don't know. We'll see where this goes, but I also will have another career that starts this year, which is a burlesque career. Okay. Yeah, I've I've been taking I've been going to burlesque school though. Like I've actually been getting training. Shit, son. Like you do everything so proper. Yeah, I like, think that's why you like excel in these avenues. Oh, uh, and, and that's a there's a part of me that is that person because burlesque it's it's acting, it's dance, and it's like performance, mm-hmm. and like those are things that I've been doing for twenty years. Like I've been acting for quite a while. Like. And my hip hop, my stage performance is so dynamic. It's pretty much like the Mindbender show is always a fucking show to see. Like it's pretty theatrical. Mm-hmm. So like I'm like burlesque is essentially like rapping with your body Shit, in a sexual yeah. way. I'm like I burlesque is like such a logical thing for me. And when I do it, I'm like, yo, this is me too. So I'm saying all that to say um, I'm going to be a burlesque dancer as well this year. And one of the names that I'm playing with, which I have to tell you, this is a world premiere. I'm thinking of maybe going by the name Girth Giggler. <laughs> Girth Giggler, and we're at Girth Radio. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. That, exactly. This is so. sick. You got to be the, like, I'm going to pitch it to, like, the creative director. Like, you got to be the mascot of Girth Radio. <laughs> yeah, Girth Giggler. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. So that's, that's the name we're playing with. But, yeah, like, this is, like, actually, and I'm saying all that to say, like, this is another real part of my identity. Like, when, when, I, when I was doing my um, boy burlesque class i was like well do i just use my malcolm lovejoy name and i was just like no actually i can't because like it's they're different industries and different it's another avenue different exactly totally different avenue like there's there's parallels but like there's parallels between hip-hop and journalism but they're not the same thing like Mm -hmm. they're both using words and i use words when i write stories or make songs but Mindbender and Addie Stewart are not the same people. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm like, fuck, I need another name. And I'm like, I'm actually just, like, two weeks ago, I'm like, fuck. I'm like, I'm, like, really becoming Rizzo where I got, like, fucking my name. <laughs> I'm on some cool key shit now. I, I'm kinda, like, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, fuck. I'm like, but, yeah, I will have a burlesque name, so I'll, yeah. I will have at least four names this year. That's, that's exciting. I could see you, like, transitioning into that, like, no problem, because, like, I've seen, like, your stage show like in the hip-hop universe and like sometimes you're a spaceman and there was that one uh one of my favorite sets i shot of you um it was you opened for red man and i remember i was late but i walked in and you just started like the beat just hit and i like fucking pulled out my camera i'm like yes okay i made it on time (laughs) and uh so uh addy was just covered in blood and police tape and yes. he had a fake knife and he's like running around and you you played like a lot of like the aggressive style songs yeah. you had too mm-hmm. and like it just like and uh i i forget exactly like you were like telling me like it was like kind of like a statement to like the police system or whatever yes and yeah yes. oh my god see, see you really do get it yeah way, it's way fucking sick yeah, <laughs> yeah and and that's the thing like 
there's a lot of storytelling aspects to burlesque and you know mm-hmm. it's not always just stripping like you can there's a lot of people do more yeah. themes and and just have little mini five minute movies mm-hmm. that might or might not involve pasties and and <laughs> yeah, yeah and thongs yeah i actually heard an interview with uh lady gaga and she kind of had like a reverse thing going on where she started out burlesque and then she turned into her music and that's why that's oh. so like theatrical like oh. why she's like she gets covered in blood too and does like wow. all this crazy like she took it and then you're kind of like doing the other thing but wow. it shows that's it does like sense. coincide like yeah because really you did like the you did that on stage with your music and you're like okay i can do this here yeah um, holy shit i never knew she did that that makes perfect sense she's so burlesque her lady yeah. gaga shit yeah you're right wow and it's, it's crazy too with her like uh just as like a personal opinion at first like i didn't like her but it was yep, almost my my brain didn't want to like her i'm like oh it's another fucking pop star to show and then um i heard a couple interviews of her where she was actually like being herself yes and not out of character germanata yeah yeah yeah, totally and i'm like this person's fucking amazing like almost to like inspire me to do stuff and like the lady gaga thing is just like a show Mm -hmm. and she's a totally different person in real life and like she was just just randomly like talking about like uh how she doesn't like to go to like all these like big Oscar parties and stuff like that. And she hangs out at like little pubs and keeps it low key and kind of like doesn't look like Lady Gaga. Like she'll wear a hoodie or whatever. But at the end of the night, as she's leaving, she, she's got so much fucking money. She's just like whispers. Okay. I'm going to pay for everybody's tab in this room and just fuck off. And like, they didn't even know Lady Gaga was in there. And then people go to pay their bill, and they're like, "Oh, what the fuck!" And like, she's just like giving it to like back to the real people, just kind of hanging That's out. Cool, but yo, I really yeah, that. yeah, and I'm, I'm like, okay. I feel bad because I was like talking shit, and then I I, I keep know. seeing all these interviews, and I'm like, "You're not a bad person." I'm just mm-hmm. like, uh, I don't know if it's my mentality from growing up listening to like metal and underground stuff it's like yeah, oh if it's yeah, not yeah, on the radio yeah, yeah, i'm totally. like so like anti-culture yeah, 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 type yeah, thing yeah. i'm but, with you you know like, but yeah oh this is the biggest star in pop on interscope mm-hmm. records fuck them yeah, yeah dude i'm with you but i heard a saying recently that's really great um i one of the presidents said it i think it was like abraham lincoln or something like and he said i don't like that man damn it that means that means well he didn't say damn it but he's like i don't mm-hmm. like that man that means I just must get to know him better. So I was like, oh, "Wow, yeah." I was like, "Yeah, word the fuck up." That's so fucking true. And yeah. I, especially I see that with people in the who are in the spotlight, and then you get to know them. And uh, yeah, first thing when you said that, what came to my mind was like Drake. Like people don't know Drake. I don't personally know Drake, but he's done some fucking beautiful things for like my friends, like the King of the dot circle mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And again, it was almost like what I was saying about Lady Gaga. It's just like, Oh fuck this pop music, like auto tune shit. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then I'm like, Oh my God, this guy's like fucking amazing. Like when you just hear like little things of, or even see how he treats people. And yeah. there's, I think there's a lot of people in the spotlight like that as well. And they get a bad rap for, whatever like little segments we see about them and 
I don't know. Like, just some people are so quick to judge and they just want to talk shit because they don't like a music video or a song. Or it's like, oh, he has this one line in the song, fuck him and fuck everything. And fuck That's his it. family. Yeah, hope totally. he dies, yeah. these keyboard warriors. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> totally. yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, you said it all right there, man. And mm-hmm. I have to co sign because I fucking hated Lady Gaga more than. I hated her on like a vanilla ice level. Like when when she first came out, <laughs> like for real, when she first came out, I was I was happy to be on the anti Lady Gaga brigade, and I mm-hmm. I was still writing for Now Magazine, and I wrote two scathing reviews, ripping the fuck out of her oh, album. Oh shit! Yeah, I don't. They didn't ever print them. Like, and I, I it was at kind of the beginning of where I was like I don't see eye to eye with now yeah. uh, at that time we've, mm-hmm. we've, we've amended our bridges but um everybody knows that i was beefing with now for a while but okay. like part of the one of the things that happened behind the scene where i was like yo what the fuck i'm like i had a very detailed reason where i broke down like when lady gaga's first album came out um with just dance and stuff on it i was like this is bullshit this song poker face is dumb this is really <laughs> fucking insipid elementary childish fucking basic fucking lowest common denominator surface level garbage like, <laughs> i love like, how you I put mean, that there was like so many awesome adjectives going yeah. up to garbage i mean i really like i broke it down on a specific level i'm like listen this is it's all fucking visual it's all based on visuality like mm-hmm. you know a it's not there's not substance there's no fucking heart here this is she can barely sing and and like if you're not thinking of the visuals with it what the fuck does any of this shit mean and yeah. like so then and you know it's it's a very visual age so i was you know she was like uh kind of a representation of what happened in a lot of hip-hop a lot of people look like rappers that actually can't rap yeah but and then, then they get like a million image. dollar contract million dollar contract hot hot fucking video hot fucking website but all over these blogs pictures mm-hmm. and it's like yeah but what about your music <laughs> yeah it's like uh nowadays they're just kind of looking for characters and yeah it's crazy like uh i kind of got the philosophy and what really made me on board with like the station right here is we're looking for like the real motherfuckers like yourself yeah, yeah. Addie Stewart yeah. Mindbender <laughs> Malcolm Lovejoy yeah, yeah. and what is it Girth Giggler yeah yeah that was a literally world premiere I've, I yeah that's fuck yeah exclusive yeah, see yeah, totally, <laughs> and um yeah, give you exclusive and yeah and it's like uh I mentioned uh I got a I got an episode uh about to be released and it's with the creative director of here and uh without him telling me much music was inspired this i was telling him that my show like it goes back to the days when much music used to be interesting and i think that kind of coincide with everything in this building right here and Mm -hmm. i don't know it's just like the stars have aligned and yes we're in here we are we are because this place is really dope and like i've countless times i've been on much music but mindbender hasn't been on much music it's yeah. really funny like yeah, you, I, I remember seeing played. you on rap city like just talking and stuff uh i was on i think rap city ran the new incarnation ran yes it wasn't times. like the old one it was the newer one i saw you yeah the new one ran 30 it was maybe 30 episodes and i was on 25 of them or 27 of them mm-hmm uh, if I remember correctly, I was on almost as many episodes as the host, T-Rex. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, like, 
I there was a point in time where he had missed a couple episodes, so I was like, I was there more than the host. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, the show, and, and that's like in your neighborhood too. Is yeah, like, yeah, you just like, wake up out of bed. Yeah, I'm on Rap City. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, get in there. But yeah, yeah it's it almost uh, like you lived in that area longer than me in Toronto, but watching that place was like such a legacy to me. Like as a kid, like. It was a magical place, and now I kind of walk by, and it just kind of breaks my heart. (laughs) It's like seeing an ex-girlfriend or something. Uh, It's just like, it's like, why did you? That's not taking care. Yeah, that just destroyed you and like hurt your feelings and fucking dragged you through the mud. And then you're like, much music. What the fuck happened? Face palm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, it is sad, and and I um. One of the things that happened is, I mean, I'm just going to say it because who gives a fuck? Yeah. And and it's I am a Kanye year and I want to be a little more egotistical. But one of the many things that Much Music didn't do right is that they didn't hire Addie Stewart as the host of Rap City. Uh, Yeah. That's something that they could have done to make things better. That's a big up to all the people that signed the petition to do that that i i had a 200 to 250 name petition it, that i handed in to george Strombolopoulos, who handed in mm-hmm. to the higher ups who never handed me any time to yeah. do a job interview <laughs> it's it's crazy like that would have been like the most perfect thing because like you got like the whole spirit and i don't know anybody who loves hip-hop more than you to be honest yeah, yeah you thanks. got the knowledge you are hip-hop you yeah. live it you are on like you pretty much live on the same street like it's not i would like, never <laughs> have been late for work like, <laughs> yeah I'm ever work. yeah i'm like i love working there and i would show up before the thing started and then be there until like last call or like when they pull all the rolling up, up cables yeah and... totally i'm always at any event like from the beginning to the yeah. end because i love it and i live it and i'm dedicated to it and i would be happy to do it and you should have hired me but mm-hmm. and but it, that's like a thing where i think it's taken over all like television and radio nowadays where it's just all politics and selling advertisements they're not like really looking for knowledgeable yeah they don't want nardwars up in there people who really are like who are amazing amazing. like nardwar is the best fucking interviewer ever all time literally of all time there's no reason that he shouldn't be the fucking like anderson cooper of the fucking biggest network that does music on the planet yeah anybody who really respects music history or their artists be like yo you can have amazing shit Mm -hmm. but the reason that they don't do it is because they're like oh well we can't contain Nardwar. We can't put him in a box. He's always going to be unpredictable. He's always he's going to be wacky and weird and he's going to do that. He he some of them aren't going to work. Some people are not going to like his fucking weird quirky angle. Yes. And then it's going to be we can't sell it. But it's like he's a fucking real human being and the reality is not everyone should like everyone. It's mm-hmm. nice, but like as long as people are respectful with they when they disrespect him like I know that um I think it was Nas or was it Nas or Jay-Z? Nas didn't have a good time on Nardwar. Jay-Z had a great time. Jay-Z loved it so much that he got in um Pharrell and all these other. Yeah. But like Nas it didn't click for Nas. Yeah, Nas is all what, fucking did, He probably came in blindly to not knowing who he was. He I th- and was like what the fuck yeah, is yeah, happening? Yeah, like, oh, weird guy and what the <laughs> fuck yeah, and, like it didn't like Nas it didn't go well with him and like 
you know, a network's like, oh, we bring in Nas, and and then you weird him out. We can't have that Nardwar and what? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, it's not like a problem with Nardwar. It's a pro- problem with like of a person like Nas, just not like kind of going with the flow for the entertainment purposes. And that, that's it. Being like a little too caught up in the, like the image that he wants to hold on to for a bit, and not mm-hmm. like letting it down and be like, yo. But um, I mean, and that's I mean, I want to parallel it to me because honestly, I do believe that. They're like, well, Mindbender is, you know, he's very knowledgeable at this shit, and he probably knows more than most of us, so we can't give him a power position. Yeah, you fucking, like, take over the building or something, you know? Yeah, no, like, I would be a threat to some people, and, like, I, it sounds egotistical in one way, but on another level, it's the fucking truth, and fuck you, that's just a fact. And And that's sad, because it's, like, a lot of ways like that with, like, Lots of things like radio stations mm-hmm. and shit like that. They kind of play it safe. And I found like the big switch happened when Bell and Rogers bought everything. Like yeah. every like place, like uh, 102.1 The Edge and like go to go back to much, which I fucking reference a million times. Even the last episode, we, yeah, we yeah, just talking, so but it, yeah, yeah. This is just this is just what ha- what's happening in the city mm-hmm. where two companies buy everything. Where before, like. You used to watch TV and it was entertaining, like because mm-hmm. each one had their own different vibe, different people running it. Mm-hmm. And now it's just when you Almost flip dinner. through, everything seems the same because it is the same. Mm-hmm. It's from the same pocket, from the same mind, and it it like, just seems uh, like one fucking piece of cancer. <laughs> like when I turn it, it on, that's you know, it, just selling ads. It's it's not about what you're watching. It's how much shit you can buy subliminally. That's so it, man. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's shit because this, to some degree, it's still one of the last free cities in North America, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's really rapidly expanding on some levels. Um, but still, like, artistically and stuff, hip-hop-wise and stuff, and, like, with some dancers and videographers and some cultures, uh, some subcultures, people are like, yo, Toronto's the next big city. Yeah. It still is, but uh, at the same time, like, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, it was way more liberated and way more independent. So, And we had a bunch, we had all these fucking college radio stations that don't exist anymore. Yeah. Uh, and, like, we had a lot of independent media. Fucking iMagazine's done, The Grid, and, like, a bunch of those magazines are done now. Mm-hmm. Um, all, every fucking indie hip-hop magazine that used to exist, Word and Peace and Pound and all those things are gone now. And it's, like, yeah, and so it's many like, voices are I f- gone. I find, like, a lot of, or, like, some magazines, like, make the transition to the internet. But, like, all those, are you can't find them, like, mm-hmm. anymore. And they're just done. <laughs> yeah, and it's just, like, what that does is just limit the amount of thoughts that are yeah. just, it's, everything is just, like, what you said. It's just all the same when you look at it. And uh, I don't I don't know if I'm right, but I feel like things are going full circle because like people who grow up grew up with all those like magazines and like stations, they're coming to the point where they're starting to get the power and infiltrate all these areas. And like this bar, as an example, like their idea and their vision to fucking have like this little room like this could be like an extra couple tables and like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, they can they can put like a big banquet table in the room we are and and make money. Yeah, make, but make this more is money. yeah, but this is a thing just secluded for artists and we got like this area and I find like not just this place I'm finding like little scenes pop up everywhere and I think shit's going to explode again like I'm with I, you man. Yeah, I know like 
I look at Hamilton, Ontario. It's like getting hot for like comedians and fucking oh, uh, yeah, wow. and uh, even like hardcore and like punk bands. Like that shit's coming out of there. Like wow. And and I see like little like uh, communities forming, and they're not like a huge thing right now, but they're getting like some waves. And who knows what the fuck can happen? And like I feel like there's a couple things happening in the city as well, and or just people with the right intentions trying to make something happen which is the yeah. beginning step you know the first step to everything you said it you said it man and and yeah it just starts with those intentions where mm-hmm. it's just like i don't want to do shitty things i want to treat people good and just just try good open free inspiring ideas and just share things and just be creative and not follow some corporate agenda or just like follow the rules or just reduce everything to money it's just like yeah it's like no it's about creativity it's about what kind of art you want to share what kind of cool ideas you mm-hmm. have like who are you as a person actually one thing that i really really liked is that like i i despised lady gaga in the beginning but then you know like i i watched her over the years and i would like I'm like, I got to make sure whenever I like really don't like somebody, I take in quite a bit of information about them so I can be very precise about my yeah. fucking criticism. Like have an educated criticism. Yeah, like, so no, if somebody calls you out on it. Yeah, I'd be like, no, I have 50 reasons why I fucking hate the game and I fucking hate Rick Ross. Like, <laughs> yeah. Very specific. Go. I'm like, I went to see Rick Ross and the game and I'm like, I can break down why they're horrible things for hip hop mm-hmm. culture on a variety of levels. Like, I'm. it's not just, oh, fuck that dude, they're fucking whack. Like, no, my God. No, they're like yeah. lying, cancerous, fucking homophobic, disrespectful. Anyways, mm-hmm. the point is like, when I hated Lady Gaga, I would study her and then I would see her do a few things here or there artistically. And then I saw that she did uh, the piano thing with Tony Bennett. Yeah. And I was like, yo, man, you know, she's got, you know, she could sing a little bit and that she could play piano, which I started to get respect for. And then she was the host of, or the uh, co editor of Metro, the free newspaper. Oh really? Like yeah, in this in city? Tor- yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't Tor- know well, that. Well, yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. So and it was all metros, I guess, for across Canada. Oh shit! And when she did that, she had a. She said something there that I'll never forget. That I was like, "Yo, that's fucking genius!" And like, I'm like, I'm gonna stop dissing Lady Gaga as of this day. But mm-hmm. she had a like her creed or her motto for everybody and everything at that point in time. When she goes, um. Listen, I don't know how to make the world better or whatever, but I have this one statement, and this is how I believe it. Let your identity be your religion. And, ah, and I, was like, I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah. yo, Lady Gaga, that's a fucking... And I'm like, yo, that's something that's like, you can apply it individually, and it's like, it's very much anti-religion because, you know, religion as it stands is very fucking problematic to the world. But it's like, yeah, that just makes it independent and individual to everybody. And for all the weird thinkers and all the weirdos and, you know, fucking hippies and freaks and mm-hmm. all the people outside of the mainstream culture, that's a really empowering statement. It's just like, yeah, that's a yeah, yeah that's, that's very inspiring. Even, yeah. Even if you're not an artist, like just be, exactly. be who you are. Exactly. And like love, like love it to the point of a religion where it's like it's your path in life. It's your fucking the way you see the world and the, the way you walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've. I find like there's like a study that they say like a lot of depression is caused from other people comparing themselves to others. And it's like, oh, why am I not this person? Wow. When really, if you just like, it's 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 fucking hard to do because 
this whole world like just punishes you with like oh you should be like this like you look at like a magazine it's like a model or whatever but really when you just think of all the awesomeness that's within yourself and everybody yeah. has fucking every absolutely everybody yeah. has great qualities within them yeah and not like compare to oh i should be more like this more like that no there's like something special about yourself that you should fucking ride with till like the wheels to, fall off, motherfucker. Fucking last day. Like, <laughs> yeah. love yourself. Like, I love myself. I love my life. And I, like, I live through that. What am I? I say this saying often. Comparison is the thief of joy. Like, I, yeah. I, I never compare myself to anybody in hip-hop. Like, some people are... Some people have said, they're like, yo, Mindbender, why aren't you more famous? Or you should have blown up by now or whatever. And I'm like, nah, yo, I don't give a fuck. I don't compare myself... To other hip hop stories and other, I'm like, yo, I'm I love my life, I love my journey, I love who I am. I never sold out, I never fucking disrespected myself, I never fucking lost my values or my morals or fucking made a record that I'm embarrassed about. Not a single one in my whole music career. So like, I never sold my own morals. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm happy with my journey. I don't I don't compare myself to Jay Z and say oh, I didn't make sell this many records or have this much money or whatever. Yeah, I don't have to compare myself to a single rapper. I love myself. I love Mindbender, and I will love Mindbender, and I love being Mindbender, and Malcolm Lovejoy, and fucking the journalist, and all these other things that like no other rapper has. So like, I never compare myself to anybody, and like it. That's one reason why I love my life, and like it's that's one reason why I have very little stress. I'm like always happy. I'm always coming from a place of genuine happiness. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, man, you know, like. I, before I came here, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, so yeah, people listening, this yeah. is hilarious. I was half an hour late because I was fucking for but a good three hours today. I didn't even care. He's like, I'm just like, I sent him a text earlier. I'm like, hey, you're still down for the podcast. I'm like, oh, no answer. I'm like, mm. but you know what's like the first <laughs> thing that comes to my head? <laughs> like just seeing your Facebook. I'm like, oh, he's probably in some orgy. <laughs> and like, how dare I bug him <laughs> to do my fucking shit? No. well he's like just living but then um you got back to me and you're like oh sorry i was with a lady and i lost track of time which is big cheers to that man like you yeah, gotta enjoy your life dude yeah dude. like i'm i'm very much about love mm-hmm. you can always be that's a that's a solid excuse to being late to my show if you're busy having yeah. sex yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> having orgasms yeah. that's way better than yeah. what we're doing right now uh, well like, no there's a time and place for everything and if i could fuck all day every day for the rest of my life i would but i don't think i can so yeah like there were times tired. yeah <laughs> totally like there were times i got to see homies and talk about life yeah. and have a beer and Eat, eat, eat gummy worms but i i do want to put out there that today also was a record-breaking day and i had my mouth squirted into 14 times holy <laughs> shit <laughs> dude it was unreal <laughs> like I'm, things are really insane in my universe now and like this is why i'm like i've been walking my path and doing what i love so much that i'm like eminem has an amazing existence and busta rhymes and snoop and Kendrick Lamar and all these guys have awesome lives and I want to I want to have my story interact with their story at one point and Pharrell Monch and Pharrell or whatever Little Wayne and Drake like one day mm-hmm. I, I you know I'd love to do a record with Drake but like I don't want 
to trade lives with Drake. No, I want you. Like, you, yeah, you know? I want to be me, and like I don't. That's why, like my new rap record, I have a reference to Drake in it, but like mm-hmm. I'm, I also have a reference to Kanye in it. But it's still a mind bender record. Like yeah. it's, it sounds like me, and it's like I will never bite another person's style like in life or in music or in porn or in journalism or like any of my creative arts it's always me yeah so but doing that people are gonna bite your style and all those things yeah yeah well (laughs) you know but if you do bite it in your own way because i also i'm i'm biting Jimi hendrix and i'm biting my favorite porn stars and i'm biting yeah yeah you know like when i hear my shit like i'm biting rizza but I bite it in a really creative way. Like I'm inspired by Rizza, but I'm like I'm not trying to sound like him. Mm-hmm. But I like the values he uses. Is well, I, I, Rizza's not even my. I love Rizza, but that shit he did recently was kind of fucked up. Yeah. What, what was the controversy again? I I like always see these headlines yeah. and then I forget about like because like it's almost like my mind doesn't focus on like that kind of shit. Like I'll see something. Oh, Bieber did this, and then Rizza did this. And uh, fuck, it's like, well, he said some shit about um, the Black Lives Matter and respectability and about he kind of said some shit where it was was a little ignorant where he's like, well, you know, if people if people were dressing better, then they wouldn't get arrested. Yes. By cops so much. And I'm like, oh, wow. Okay, Yeah, that was like I think I was scrolling through Facebook, a bunch of people. And you know how they just take that one line like it. And what's what's crazy, like. Maybe he did say something shitty right there, but I've seen like other situations with artists and they'd be in an interview and they'll say something in that context. Yeah. And if you read the whole interview, it doesn't sound that bad. Yes. But when they take that one fucking line, it yeah. seems like the yeah. worst shit ever. Like totally. Usually like when I see like a comedian or something like that, and it's just like people read that and they're like, Oh, he hates these this race or whatever. It's like, no, it's like it was a joke, but the headline doesn't say it was a joke, and yeah. you don't know that. Yeah. And then hundreds of people are scrolling by. They just see that, and then they go out in the world, and they talk the, shit. They're yeah. just like, oh, this guy's the worst thing ever. Yeah. And You're so right, man. And I think that happens a lot these days because of stupid-ass clickbait journalism. Yes! So like, like just the way that people want attention on the mm-hmm. internet so hard that like you're like they'll write anything or the fucking they'll TMZ headline anything they'll just be like what do I do or say to spin this so like a bunch of people are paying attention to it it's such bullshit yeah so like yeah i'm i'm with you and like yeah yeah no like i love Reza, but like um he he i mean it just where he said it what he was wearing and everything it just looks like Reza kind of a little bit hasn't been back to where I'm not going to say he forgot where he came from but mm-hmm. it look, may, looks like he hasn't been back to where he's came from in yeah. a while and like it happens to your my favorites I, I like oh man so many heroes are fucking not what I, they were Seriously, in my childhood I feel like uh like just lately from what I've noticed is like a couple of the Wu-Tang guys too which hurts my soul and uh with King of the Dot we did like a cypher and like I don't know like the whole beef but like fucking uh I guess Raekwon had like a label out here too. Mm-hmm. And I don't know the exact story, what happened with that or whatever, but uh, JD era had something to say about that. Like he was signed on it. Yeah. So we did the cipher and I thought like, Oh, it's another day with King of the dot. It's cool. It's going to get some, a couple thousand hits or whatever. Then he said something about uh, like his Raekwon beef and blah, blah, blah. And it was just a couple lines uh, and I, 
wasn't too specific, but it was like business wise. And he said something like, I hope Donald Trump Trump wins and deports that ass and shit like that. And then so like all these like news things like Vice, everything was just fucking sharing the shit out of our cipher we made. And it's like, oh, this. So I don't know exactly what it is with Ray, which which kind of hurts because like I knew he had like some controversy even last year with him having a label in Toronto. Yeah. And I don't know exactly, but I yeah. like I shouldn't even be talking. But I heard it was something with like in Canada getting grants for yeah. artists. Yeah. No. And apparently, he got some grants that he didn't use. Okay. Or he took the money and. They're they're saying like this is alleged. I'm not gonna say yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Like, but this is like saying. the rumor flying around. Yeah, exactly. This is what people are saying, and they put it in in exclaim where I read it, and they said that he got some grants or some stuff on mm-hmm. the JDR project, and never the projects never came out. So yeah. he has some money, and you know. So I mean, I hear you, and that's just like ah, uh, uh, I wish I actually like I know the people at H2O and. Um, I don't know. Like, should I have gone there? I don't know. Sometimes I ask myself that. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, I see them. I see Raekwon and say what we talk a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. when we see yeah, each you've other. been on stage with him and everything too. Yeah, yeah. And um, um, I also, you know, there was word about. I was actually, honestly, like, I I don't even put this out there much, but I was also mm-hmm. I was kind of thinking like, if not Raekwon's organization, like, I was thinking about approaching Ghostface. Yeah. Um, because Ghostface was coming up here to do a label as well. But um, uh, yeah, like, you know, like, in reality, I should have probably just explored these options instead of like sit back and think about it for a fucking year or two. But like, um, pe- some people were like, well, let's see if those guys can even run labels, and you know, like, everyone loves their favorite hip hop artist and shit. But like, is your hip hop artist? gonna run a label properly and have your career on point yeah or is he gonna be like Nas and sit there and smoke blunts all day and not really run ill will records like I love Nas but Nas is not Jay-Z when it comes to corporate executive mm-hmm. execution of shit so yeah it's, I love these guys but yeah like I don't I wouldn't I actually am happier that I didn't sign to Def Jokes like I love everybody, and I, 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 my career would have been on a higher level. I would have toured mm-hmm. America. I would have maybe toured Europe. I would have maybe been to Japan if I got signed to Def Jooks. But like, a lot of relationships aren't so good there between the people who are there anymore, and it's just a fact. Yeah, is it like kind of like a moral thing with you, and just like the what? people you want to be around with? And no, no, it's just like. Um, part of me feels like it might have been better that I didn't Mindbender didn't have business relationships with a bunch of the people that he knew along the years. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Part of me thinks it wasn't exactly my time yet, and I think I kind of like think it's maybe this year. Yeah, because I mean I could have made it as a rapper years ago, but could have kind of. I mean I I did when I put out a record. Like it's not like saying getting signed or getting getting a, a song with yeah. Talib Kweli. But you kind of like buzz with the streets though, you know? Yeah, that's like, the thing. Because you're like, connected to everybody. That's it. Like, I don't I don't need a record with like Slaughterhouse and Crooked Eye and Royce the 5'9 or like Feral Monch or like, mm-hmm. or, or Cosign from Nas or or Drake or anything. Like, I, I like 
a mind bender. I'm yeah. already me. Like this I, is this is just part of your life. Like. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't like I don't need anybody to make it. But like also, that's not to say that I don't have a bunch of higher levels to reach. Like I I, I think of it very interestingly. Like to some people, I'm gonna be like some people who hear I am a Kanye. I'm gonna be a brand new artist. Mm-hmm. Like oh wow, that's a cool new rap song. And to some people, they're like yo, this is. 17 years I've been listening to Mindbender. Yeah. So it's like I'm like a brand new artist and a legend. So cheers to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think it'll be a good year and like I really I'm really thankful to like come here and share some of the, the stuff. Yeah, and definitely. Like, and we're going to keep doing this cuz uh Yeah, dude. Cuz I'm going to keep texting you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Every couple of months I'm yeah. like I need a Mindbender update and I know you're just you're just fucking like just one of these people. And uh, I said this to you, you just don't take the universe for granted. And you're a type of person where you look into yourself, like what you love and just go for it. Like down, that's why you're going down all these different avenues where whether it's hip hop or porn, burlesque, journalism, because that's who you are. And I find um, some people just suppress themselves because they're thinking about what do other people want me to be? instead of looking what a what know, am i yeah and uh it's kind of when you get that moment when you realize what you are and you start taking steps in towards these things it's uh for me personally like with the comedy and even videography too like people think i've been doing this forever it hasn't been like a long time like i just really? i picked it up and i was like i this is fun i'm gonna keep doing this and um Almost what? What the fuck was I saying? <laughs> I got a point. Yeah, free beer at the Pacific Junk. But uh, but okay, yeah, yeah. So I almost like every the first step of going into those directions. Like it feels like you get a little bit of anxiety. Me personally, uh-huh. I'm just like I don't know what's gonna happen. I might fail. People get scared of failing. But sometimes, like when you go down these paths, a one step back just means you learned a lesson that can bring you like five ten steps forward and shit like this is like like having people like you in here and i want to like put on record like things you can't learn in a school yeah but like kind of like have an education if somebody wants to live a different type of lifestyle like be their own artist and and like you can hear me and Mindbender, Addy, Malcolm, Lovejoy, yeah. we can talk about our experiences. But sometimes, like, you just have to do you because mm-hmm. it's 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 its own thing, and you can't like learn from your parents. You can't learn in school. You can't learn from me. You can't you learn from it. you. It's just you said it. You see little pathways, and like. I noticed, like, at the beginning, like, I should have been doing this shit 20 years ago, but I was, like, so suppressed from, like, small town, like, mindset. I was just always worried about what other people are thinking. I'm, like, I have this thing into me, in me, like, where I want to perform and tell jokes, but it's, like, I mentioned that to somebody, and they're, like, oh, that's weird. I'm, like, oh, maybe it is weird, and I cower back, and, like, and it's just... No, dude. I don't know, That's but awesome. then one day I said, "Fuck it!" Like, yeah. call it like a mid-quarter life crisis, whatever. Yeah. And it was the best thing that ever happened to me. I'm in this fucking studio, fuck, yeah. Yo, but yo, man. tell jokes. But man. shit, like even like doing like podcasts too. Like people are like, "Oh, I thought you were a videographer. Why are you doing this?" It's like I just there's something in me that Why would makes they question it. 
Exactly. Like, why can't you do multiple things? Yeah, exactly. But there is people in this world who think, like, narrow-minded, like, I need to. And I think I see that side more than often. Like, I know you live a life. You're fucking with porn stars. You're with artists all the time. But I also do construction work during the day, and people are like, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, And I actually, to be honest, like, I, sometimes it sounds like I'm talking shit on that. It makes me money, and I enjoy it. Like, mm-hmm. I have fun at building a house and stuff. But some people yeah. in that industry, they're so narrow-minded, and not even, like, I'm a house builder. I'm like, I only do drywall. Yeah, <laughs> and like, this is me. My grandfather did drywall. <laughs> His grandfather. I don't touch <laughs> no wood or metal. Yeah, yeah and this is this is life. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna drink beer in my garage yeah, until real. I die. I only and that's drink Budweiser. <laughs> yeah, I don't drink no Guinness. Yeah, yeah it's real. like I'm not gonna find something else. Like. Yeah, I don't know. I just went on a fucking tangent there. No, no, no. (laughs) But that's like when my soul right now. Dude, man, like, there's, I honestly don't believe in tangents, man. I'm like, my mind is so big. Mm -hmm. Everything is connected, man. It's one universe. And, like, I love that you get it, man. Like, well, I don't even mean to reduce it to saying get it, but, like, that you are it to the way that I am it, like, a multi dimensional person that's not just, you're not just your videography. Like, I met you through that, and you helped me through mm-hmm. that, and like I, I that's awesome. Vice versa, you helped yeah. me too. That was the beginning of my shit, man. Yeah. Like I yeah. picked up a camera like less than a year before I met you, and I'm like, let's fucking do this shit. Yeah, man, it's, it's like, so amazing, and like yeah. you know, and like you're not just your comedy, and you're not just your construction, and like I've always like I see you write things online, and I'm like, yo, man, this guy's got such a dynamic, powerful mind. Like I always appreciate you as a person, like, and you're like you're a good guy, and like so many people like like i i'm not i'm around like most of the people i'm around they're pretty liberated and stuff mm-hmm. and open but like i still meet people once in a while that are like very conservative like and yeah. it's weird how they'll like find their way into porn because once in a while they'll be like researching a porn world so mm-hmm. excuse me so yes, i'll be man. like i'll be at a sex club and most people will be naked, but then there will be somebody walking through that's fully clothed, that isn't touching anybody, that's barely talking to anybody, that might be doing an article or something. So they're like, oh, wow. So they're like, they're borderline judgmental and stuff. So like, they could be very conservative, and 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 I'm very open. So then I might be like, hey, how how are you doing? Like, whenever I see anybody that's in the sex world that's really like looks like a beginner, I just like to be like, hey. Not everybody's creepy and exploitive and whatever. And just to let you know, this is a normal, safe space when you're respectful to each other. Mm-hmm. So I might go up to that person and be like, hey, what's up? And they could be mad conservative and mad, like, pessimistic and mad, like, yo, I'm, like, ready to be, like, you're weird. You're a black guy with blonde hair and you're <laughs> you're, you're naked. Why is your dick out? Why? Are, what, what's up with you? Whatever. Like, why is I'm, your dick five times bigger than mine? <laughs> yeah, and I'd be like, why are you comparing yours to mine? Yeah. Find how to use yours the way that makes your ladies and partners You're happy. in my house yeah, right now. Yeah, real. Yeah. Like, don't compare yourself. Just be happy with who you are. Don't limit yourself. Don't, like, like, whatever dreams you have, like, so many people are just constantly, like, mm-hmm. 
whether it goes like I personally believe it goes to slavery because everything was competitive in slavery. Every single person was connected to each other. But then it just broke down into society in general. And people are like, well, if you're a movie star, are you as sexy as bad Brad Pitt? Or if you're a rapper, are you? Well, what the fuck? Are you yeah. on Jay-Z's level they or not? They always compare like, you to that one guy. To that one person. And, and even yeah, I noticed at the beginning like, stages, it's like somebody will be uh, at are a- Are you Jim Carrey or not? Yeah. Like, yeah or like I'm, even like King of the Dot, prove yourself. It's like, oh, why aren't you like the top? of the, yeah, the battle you, rap it's like oh, dude he's like, like it's his first time give him a break yeah, totally. like, type like, shit. Yeah, let the person exist yeah you know? and it's like i don't i like i'm like yo i'm mind bender is mind bender i'm like i'm here i'm gonna do my life i don't know how long i'm gonna live but i hope you know i want to live a good long life but like i'm not trying to compare nothing to nothing i'm gonna do what i love and that's it and fucking whatever that's the end of my fucking story i loved it i have i'm happy that's it i don't like I don't like somebody asked me they're like why aren't you more famous or successful and I'm like uh, I don't need to be famous to validate my porn or my music or myself mm-hmm. I'm like yo I'm like on some levels I'm like already famous and a superstar whatever like do, do I need to be on TV to be a real superstar I, I don't know I don't think yeah. so it's like, I feel like I'm a star right now you you are man yeah. like, even like it's like even though, like, maybe people, like, sitting on their couch watching TV don't know your name, it's crazy, though, like, opportunity, or, like, just, like, in interviews and stuff, like, people like Drake and Nardwar will drop a mind better. That's it's like, thing. you're I, buzzing, like, yeah, that's with thing. these people, like, but on, like, a real, like, human connection yeah. type thing, which... I, I always admire about you, man. I didn't know that they were going to do that. wasn't a setup. No. Nardwar, Nardwar didn't tell me that he was going to pull my cassette out and show Drake, like... He did that out of being a real journalist and really doing research on Drake and being like, yo, Drake knows this guy in Toronto, so, like, let me put it together. And, like, Nardwar's like, I know this guy, so, hey, let me do some real journalistic research and have this moment where he pulls out the tape and then Drake's like, wow. Yeah, it's my fucking dude. Yeah, it has a real moment. And I'm like, I didn't know that was going to happen. I was like, I didn't didn't know you two were going to get together. I didn't, you know, this is all real. But I think that just goes from you just being who you are and like just loving hip hop. Like you're like, you are hip hop to the core where it's like people who are doing that for a living can't ignore you pretty much when when they meet you yeah and like <laughs> you know yeah. like they, uh, they, a lot of toronto ignores me i'm gonna put it out there like a lot of a well, lot of people ignore me right well, now fuck them. let's yeah. like, <laughs> deport them just, <laughs> donald trump them i don't mean to be a pessimist but like yeah. i'm like very very respected on some levels but yeah. on another level a lot of people pretend i don't exist because i'm so like real and raw with my shit yeah or just like i'm just like hey you know i'm not i'm not telling everybody to do porn like and i'm not telling everybody to be like the crazy hip-hop head that i am i'm just like just do you when you're ready to do you and like ready to stop being afraid of you like i'm just not a i'm not afraid of myself and Mm -hmm. i'm not afraid to try and make dreams come true i mean failure i don't have a lot of money i don't like I haven't traveled in a long time. I've never been to Europe. I've never been to France. I've, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I mean, I know, I know France is in Europe. I'm saying I've never yeah. been. Yeah, <laughs> just I've like been, you're yeah, just like, naming things like you haven't been like. Pretend, like I, re- I, I really want to go to Paris this year. Yeah. I really want to go like particularly 
France and Paris, um, Germany. Um, I, I want to go to England. I want to go to Europe in general, but um, I want to go back to California. There's a whole bunch. I've never had a video played on much music ever. Like, so like that's what you're on. They get you on there to talk knowledge. I'm about on it, there. Yeah. Tw- I've been on Rap City 25 times out of the 30, but I've never had a Mindbender video played. So that's why I'm saying like there's little kids who are like 21 year old rappers from Ajax who have made a little video that have been played on much music mm-hmm. and i haven't had that yet and i'm a 38 year old mindbender so it's like that's why i don't compare myself to anyone and i'm like ah i i i i, I was in an orgy two days ago <laughs> but i've also never been to france yeah so it's like I, I that just keeps me humble and i'm just like i i appreciate my life and like i don't compare myself to any other rapper and or any other person i just here i am and I appreciate I'm here drinking beer with you. Yeah, this is a fun interview, man. Yeah, this is fucking <laughs> sick. You got anywhere to be tonight, or? Um, yeah, I'm going to a, a burlesque show at Cherry Colas. Fuck yeah. yeah! What what time is that at? Uh, nine thirty, I think. Nine thirty. Okay, so yeah. I I won't keep you because I could probably talk to you fucking for twenty four hours yeah, and no, like yeah, it just yeah, doesn't yeah. end. But we will do. Uh, Mindbender, it would be part two for Girth Radio, but part three for the Creative Imbalance. And you can look up our first episode. Uh, it includes like some dogs, some fucking <laughs> ambulances in the background. Yeah, a little it's, talk about Mad Max. Yeah, Mad Max. Yeah, yeah, yeah fucking yeah, yeah. yeah, that was sick. And uh, like we kind of focus more on like the porn side of shit and mm-hmm. that. If you're interested mm-hmm. in Mindbender's uh, hip hop side, we talk a lot about that in the first interview interview and thanks again man this is like the perfect way you set the tone of an awesome show and i knew you were going to do that and that's why i had you in here and i love you man thank you so much i love you too sean yo sirianni's dope yo people don't sleep on him this is a great man in so many ways he's just doing amazing things at so many levels I'm half drunk because he's also got me drunk in here (laughs) yeah it's like this is the perks of uh having a studio in a bar like this is kind of like they're just like, yeah, it's like you and your guests just drink what you want. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'll have this picture. And as I was waiting for you, he had yes. a couple going in. And, oh, nice. Oh, it's all good. But, but yo, yo, mad love to Girth Radio. Mad love to Toronto. Mad love to everybody that's listening. I hope you're doing what you love. Don't be afraid. Just enjoy your life journey, just like Mindbender is. And Malcolm, jo- Malcolm Love Joy loves you. Yeah. I, I remixed it for Sean because I've never said that in my life. But this is the first time I'm telling you. Not only does Mindbender love you, but Malcolm Love Joy loves you too. Girth Radio. I'm so goddamn awesome. I am the lost son of Jimi Hendrix slashing the black Janis Joplin. Young Ozzy Osbourne dove blood swallowing. Plus, my guitar thumbs are covered in harsh drums. Awesome when my rocket leaving rhyme frogs. Please don't try breathing, then don't try talking. I'm human life's highest, wisest option. Everything else is just an underused substitute. And a fucking fool of a teacher from a self-destruction school that doesn't know what to do. When humble people seek it being the uncontrolled. My inner vision dreams of a little piece of existence called infinity. I'm so real and piss history. The my promised as of the sky, it's sunlight itself burning bright like the universe is birthed inside the mother earth girl. I fertilize with morning wood until the day turns to night. Awesome like aw shit. Rock this brothel marsh pit. Amazing art and secret carnage by a crazy prophet writing Haley's comet. Awesome like aw fuck. Cause funk's on its not. Lo-
Besides you dickheads, fucker Your version of life has no purpose After I master the urge to fly No further time stream Where you burn, storm, and dry Swimming in dirty tongue Leather, feathers, Vaseline, and fiery turpentine If this dicky icky kicks me quickly Things switch me till 2020 hindsight It's quite like 6060 Now I'm doing futuristic illusions With a dog Part of my heart. 
heart Ron is artist, so boss on rich and thought Even the wrong ideas I write Make my palms itch Terminally ill convict with toxic conscience To murder all things living While I'm robbing the rhythm Hidden in the pocket like